Hello, everyone. I'm Holly Pennebaker, and you're listening to a new episode of HCI's Nine to Thrive HR. This podcast features experts and practitioners in the field of HR and brings their knowledge of the most pressing issues facing talent management straight to you. We talk about current industry problems, but most importantly, those solutions you can use in your own organizations. Take learning and development, for example. Today's workforces must change their old ways of thinking about what makes a good leader and how to empower employees to take on leadership behaviors and capabilities. Today, leadership development is a whole new game and a whole new criteria for coaching leaders to their full potentials. Here to talk more about expert plans for leadership success is Galen Cher John. She's Chief People Officer and Vice President of Enterprise Services at InSitu, a Boeing company. With a passion for teamwork and building strong company culture, Galen is perfectly suited for her role as a champion for employees. Galen is a core part of the company's executive leadership team where she applies more than two decades in HR, organizational development, and MIS to remove barriers so that employees can do their very best work. HCI is thrilled to have Galen share her expertise on this topic at HCI's Learning and Leadership Development Conference, set for September 26th through the 28th in Chicago. So Galen, I hear that you are always up for a challenge. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi. Thanks for having me, Holly. I really appreciate it. Yes, I'm the Chief People Officer and VP of Enterprise Services at InSitu. And um, I started out with a very technical degree before I moved into HR and had uh, quite a few number of years out in the business learning an awful lot um, in my early days about just how businesses operate and how HR really contributes to um, making a business not only uh, profitable, but making the employee experience just something really um, exciting and positive. And I think we all have a choice in um, where we work. And so I have uh, made it a real focus for me to ensure that employees really get the most out of their uh, jobs and their work, and they really feel like they can bring their best every day to work. Excellent. Well, we're definitely lucky to have you here with us. And so let's start out by talking about how you are able to identify the plan B players in your organization. Like what are the leadership DNA criteria that you have found really works? Oh, great. That's uh, such a good question because um, when you're looking at succession planning, it's really not the players on your list that um, will be the difficult ones. It's, it's those plan B players. It's, it's when there's somebody else that comes into your organization, whether they're um, you know, from a different function or a different area of the business or they're an external candidate and they get the promotion or they get that open job. These players are the ones that you just didn't expect. So you know, I have a couple of pieces of advice for um, folks that are facing succession plan. And the first one is just know that it might not be your list of uh, plan A. Um, so be prepared. And what you want to be thinking about is have you looked at all of the folks that could be the plan B list? You know, have you scanned your environment? 
have you witnessed um, people that you think have really good uh, DNA? And when I say DNA, I mean they're calm, not excitable under stress. Um, they see problems as pieces uh, that can be broken down and fixed. You know, they can understand the challenge that's in front of the business, whether whether it's a, a business model issue or, or driving revenue, whether it's a product issue. You know, sometimes it's, it's just directly square in the customer and how you've targeted the customer, or, or maybe it's a people issue. So, so these, these players that are around you today and that are operating in your business might be the ones that move into that open spot, that succession planning spot. So you've got to be watching for the DNA that is in them, the behaviors that will tell you, you know, who are they, how do they approach problems, and how um, could, would they be once they move into that role. Okay, and so it sounds like you look at those Plan B players to see if they share the same criteria of behaviors that your leadership represents and uses in the organization. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I, I'd say that's exactly right. Um, that's, you want to be knowing if their particular area of expertise is going to be valuable, either to um, your board or to um, your CEO. You really want to know who else has expertise and has the same value set and a very solid approach um, to solving problems. All right, great, Galen. And so let's move into a new area and talk about high potentials. And so once you identify these high potentials, you know, that have the leadership capabilities, what would you say is your most valuable tool or maybe even a strategy in developing and retaining those folks? When you have these high potentials, I would really look at ensuring they have a high degree of self-awareness. Um, and maybe this answers your question in two ways. First of all, there are a lot of assessment tools that are out there that can tell an individual um, how they are, you know, when there's no stress and how they are behaving when there is a lot of stress. And enabling them to have some insight about that is really important. Um, I also think it's pretty engaging for these leaders most leaders, as they rise through the organization, become less and less uh, aware of expectations that are given to them uh, implicitly, maybe from their staff, maybe from a board. It's the subtle things that are expected. So the more you can increase their self-awareness, uh, the better that they'll, they'll feel um, equipped to be successful. And I think it's also a great way for them to feel like the company and you really care for their success because you're going arm in arm uh, into some of these really tough challenges to the business and you're going to help them by giving them more self-awareness. You have insights. Every HR person working with an executive has insights, I guarantee you, that that executive does not know. Good point there. Definitely gave me some things that I haven't thought of before. And so when you talk about how leaders might become less aware of the expectations that they have from staff and even board members and that it's the subtle things you shouldn't forget about, can you tell us some of those subtle things that we might be able to now keep top of mind? I think one of the biggest ones uh, is around how they treat people. So Maybe they're appropriately being very direct with 
a direct employee or, or their peers, and uh, they, they get cut to the chase and solve problems with that employee or their peer. But what they might not know is that everyone else who's witnessing this is wondering if that's how that individual is going to treat them. So a lot of times I have seen executives not understand that how they treat others is then magnified. It's like in an echo chamber. If you're kind to somebody and you're helpful and you help them through tough situations, the rest of the organization will hear that, understand that, and feed on it in a positive way. If you are denigrating, if you are negative, if you are not inspiring, if you do not help the individual and instead focus on their failures, that too will reverberate around the organization. It'll certainly reverberate around the people that are witnessing your interaction with your team or with your individuals, and it, it will then amplify in the organization. So most executives don't know that they're setting the culture by the way they're behaving rather than the words that they're saying. So I think we as HR professionals can really help them understand their behaviors and actions and how they can do it in a very positive and inspiring way. Because sometimes when you're facing problems, it's not so inspiring. It's tough. It's hard work. If these problems were easy, we would have solved them. So there's a lot of stress when you're working at these levels. Yeah, great point. Um, thanks for sharing that information with us. Very helpful there. And so I know a lot of times we also talk about talent pipelines when it comes to identifying those leadership capabilities. And so perhaps you could tell us what are the top two pieces of advice that you have for fellow peers to further help them along with their own succession planning? Oh, this one I can take to heart. Um, so as the chief people officer, I also have a wide group underneath me, um, and that includes all of our technical services, IT, MIS, information security. Uh, it includes our facilities team, uh, global facilities, and it also includes another team, which is, uh, given that we're in the aviation business, it's flight uh, services, and that's things like flight safety, standards and evaluation, um, our demo team, kind of our blue angels. So um, this, is, this is a unique place for me, and I have advice around how to become that utility player. Uh, it's, it's really important for HR to see our function a little bit broader than just HR and organization development. It's really about understanding an approach to how you manage in um, HR and seeing if you can apply that to different functions. So, like, for example, HR, you know that there are things that you need to do exactly correct every time, first time. You know, if you think about... Uh, working through a benefits um, situation with an individual. You know you have to understand your benefits package very well. You know you have to be able to interpret it exactly, and you have to give the information right the first time to that individual in front of you. So just that approach of understanding a checklist and a preciseness, you can transfer that approach or that framework 
over to flight safety. Flight safety is very much the same way. You have to get it right the first time. You have to be following an exact checklist. You have to ensure that everything is safe. So you can see how taking what you know in HR could enable you to own and manage different functions because HR gives all of us a great foundation to work through tough problems, not only on the business side, but also the people side. So I'm suggesting that my peers um, look at their inherent capabilities and skills and then see what other functions that would apply to so that they can, you know, ask for it. Ask to manage your tech services team. Ask to manage facilities. Um, Someone even suggested, is there an opportunity at times to manage finance? So we have a lot of skills and capabilities within our toolboxes that I think really um, apply in different parts of the business. Very true points there. And so it seems like you could even look inside that toolbox and if you could in fact find new skills, new inherent talents that perhaps even those big problems could become easier just because you have new skills to help tackle them. So true. And if there's one other short piece of advice I would give to everybody, it's ask for it. Ask for more responsibility. You'll get it. If, you, if you're doing your job really well within HR, I'm, I'm really hopeful and positive that good things happen when you do your work well. Awesome. All right, folks, there's your takeaway. Ask for it. Don't ever forget that. So we'll go ahead and let that wrap us up for the day. So Galen, thank you so much for being here and speaking with us. I really appreciate the time you took and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. And if you'd like to hear more from Galen, join us this fall in Chicago by registering online for our upcoming event. You can head on over to hci.org. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed your time with us. You can find HCI on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a rating. Your rating helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover the program. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in.